Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, welcome to the first Empowered Love radio show for 2014. So this show is really exciting and I'm so excited to be back. It's just fantastic after a month's break to be back and something I've been really looking forward to the last few days and this radio show is all about expanding, becoming radiant and saying yes to life in 2014. And 2014 is going to be a really incredible year. The last two years have been very heavy duty for a lot of people. They've been really formative years. They've been really challenging years and years where people have done a lot of internal and external struggle and really everything is lining up this year as a breakthrough year. So I was really wondering how I was going to go with a month off from working because those of you that have followed me for a while, you probably have known that the old codependent me struggled a lot with workaholism and really using work to source my identity and not knowing how to be. And this was really the first time that I had a month off and I really mean having time off. And I was actually incredibly pleasantly astounded to discover how much I enjoyed it. And as I was writing this particular article for this radio show, I was sitting at one of my favorite local cafes, beautiful Melbourne sunny day in the gorgeous front garden, listening to relaxing music and sipping on a beautiful fruit cocktail. And what I did is I went over in my mind the amazing time that I've had over the past month and how super excited I was to share with you the inspiration and the inner transformations that I really sourced and received and created during my break. And that's what this radio show is about. So in regard to my own rejuvenation and growth during the month's holidays, I was really determined to anchor into enjoying life, exploring more facets of myself and growing as much as I could spiritually and personally. And I had a game plan to achieve this. And what that game plan was, it involved every day waking up and stepping out of my own egoic way and surrendering to something much greater than myself. And this is how it went. This was my mantra every day. Divine Source, show me what my highest orientation is today. How would you like me to show up today as my most authentic self and for my highest good? And by doing that orientation, by having that mantra and really surrendering to it, immediately what happened is I was connected to something much greater than my own fears, my own insecurities, my limiting beliefs or my confusion of what to do. So this was really about getting out of the monkey mind and really getting into a heart-centered approach to being directed. And by doing this, 
I was really connected to something so much more greater than myself. And it's really important to understand that I have done and I continue to do an enormous amount of work on myself because that really is my life passion. Because I'm extremely orientated to releasing subconscious blocks and the wounded parts of myself so that I can expand as fully as possibly into my true self. Now, because I was on holidays, I knew I didn't have the regular routine of life encasing me in a set purpose. And I really wanted to take my hand off the steering wheel so that I could be freed up of fear and doubt and just allow myself to be directed by intuitive messages, by inspirations, by gut feelings. And this actually granted me astounding clarity when I simply surrendered into trusting it, which I was really committed to doing. So some days the divinely inspired message that I got was to sleep in. Sometimes it was to get up early. Sometimes it was to do more exercise than normal and sometimes it was to do less. And sometimes it was an inspirational message like sign up to this meetup group, go see this person, organize this lunch or this dinner. Sometimes it was go swim in the ocean, read that book or do this healing on yourself. So during the month off, I explored different meditations and also some different healing techniques. And many times the divine inner voice was a deep awareness and a powerful calling of how to use this time to expand past my previous comfort zones. So this was about putting myself out in life in a personal and a professional way that the old terrified of connecting me had previously wanted to hide from, which was one of the reasons why when I was within a process or a structure of things I had to do, I was so much better because I just had to do them. I didn't actually have free will and the ability to shy away from stuff. In one of the previous Thriver shows that I did where I interviewed Christine from Switzerland, Christine and I talked about one of our greatest recognitions as two very capable women was that our greatest fears were about shining and how we'd shrunk back, how we'd made ourselves small and how we'd been really terrified about taking up space in life. We'd also discussed in this show how this had powerfully made us targets to be narcissistically abused in that we allowed ourselves to be emotionally and energetically taken over by narcissists and how we diminished our own life and our light more and more in the process when we've made our life all about them or tiptoeing around them and not being fully ourselves. So I was really determined to get past this for myself in life. And one of my first steps on my month off was to sign up and start attending spirituality and business meetup groups to connect with like-minded people. And I know Christine has got very empowered in her networking as well. And then within that networking to fully present myself for who I am and the purpose I do in life. 
I discussed in, I think it might have been that radio show, how people used to ask me what I do as a profession and I used to nearly choke on the words and I, I, I didn't know how to put it or I was scared of what people would think or ask or judge me. And to actually walk out into life and hand out my business card and stand really clearly in my title and my purpose has been amazing. So the focus on expanding is something I really want to talk about. So my expansion necessary over this last month to get out into life was twofold. And firstly, it was an internal process. And this entailed facing and releasing my inner wounded parts that were scared, the ones that wanted to hide, and then bringing in source my higher self and my loving internal parent to say, Melanie, we love you. We stand in and for you and we've got your back. You're safe with us. We've got it all covered. Now, for goodness sake, say yes to life. So the next step past that was the outer expression. And this involved taking a deep big breath and doing everything I was called or inspired to do. So as a result of this, I played, I connected, I ate, I toasted to life. I drank beautiful wine. I swam, I danced, I met up, I connected, I cooked, I made reservations. I went to sporting events and I engaged in activities and invitations. I sang, I laughed and most importantly in amongst all of it I showed up as myself. I have done so many things in this last month. I've been so incredibly busy every single day doing something incredible. So there's such and importance within saying yes and also being able to say no to life when appropriate. So my expansion into life was deeply related and, orient and orientated around these two vital things. The ability to say yes and the ability to say no. Once I'd healed enough and, and really hit that determined space to take that deep breath and being anchored somatically in my body, I was connected to the knowing that life, source, God and myself had my greatest joy, safety, expansion and truth at heart. And then I could open up to say yes to life's constant stream of opportunities. So the orientation to be able to say yes to life is this. I trust myself enough to be open to all of the gifts and blessings life is constantly bringing me so that I can express my authentic self even more powerfully. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. I trust myself enough to be open to all the gifts and blessings life is constantly bringing me so that I can express my authentic self even more powerfully. Now in the future, I want to do a whole article about the field of life and the opportunities it is constantly streaming to us. If we're in a position to be able to open, accept and respond, it's very important to understand. 
So life did respond powerfully to my orientation and it continues to. So as a result, during the last month, I've met and I've connected to incredible spiritual people, entrepreneurs who are conscious creators, which is a fantastic blend, CEOs and people who normally would have been way outside the possibilities of my previous self-perceived identity. And this is also really important to understand that we are actually creating with the field of life only within the range of where our self-identity is orientated. So to actually get a shift in the field, we have to have a shift within ourselves. And if we're sourcing life the same way we always have, well then our field can't expand or change. We have to change. Then the field changes. Now part of this expansion is that I've also been enthusiastically dating incredible, attractive, conscious and successful and spiritual men ranging from the ages of early 30s to late 50s. So this is an expansion way beyond normally where I would have been orientated. And I want to talk about that in future articles and radio shows for those single girls out there that are getting into dating and wanting to get into dating. And I'm having an absolute blast with it. Also... There's been an incredible opportunity present to me within the last month, which means that I'm traveling. I'm coming to Los Angeles at the end of February for 10 days to meet some incredible spiritual and business connections. And this is something I would never have previously done alone. And I'm so looking forward to this. So during that trip I'm going to be dedicating some time to meet up with anybody in LA who wants to catch up in person and I'm going to be sending out an email in a few days with the times that I'm going to be available so if you're in the LA area and you want to meet up in person please look out for that email because I really think it would be gorgeous to organize some dinners and where we can meet up in a big group and we can it's just going to be so beautiful to be able to give you people a big hug in person Okay, so retracting, where was I? Oh yeah, I was just about to explain what saying no is. We've looked at saying yes. Now let's have a look at the ability to say no. And it is just as important as yes to have the ability to say no when appropriate. And this orientation in life is I will trust myself enough that when my intuition signals to me that something feels off in the field, I'll confront it, I'll investigate it. I'm going to speak up honestly, clearly and without guilt or fear. I'm going to seek clarification, I'll ask for it. And I'm going to make decisions and align my choices and actions with the truth as I receive it, feel it and know it. So no longer will I ever be shackled by the fear of judgment criticism, punishment or abandonment and continue on regardless or dismiss something that I know feels unwholesome in the field. Okay, that last bit I'm going to repeat again because this is so important. No longer 
Will I ever be shackled by the fear of judgment, criticism, punishment or abandonment and continue on regardless or dismiss something that I know feels unwholesome in the field? Okay, so what this really means is I will never again self-abandon. Now we all know that gut feeling when it hits and we'd shrug it off or we'd put it aside or we'd try to keep the peace or we'd be scared of the repercussions if we actually anchored into going with that gut feeling and working with it. And can we all understand just how relevant self-abandonment was in our narcissistic abuse experience? I really hope you do because in recognizing that it allows you to take so much of your power back. Now this orientation changes everything because now you can say yes to life, which means that you are saying to the field, I am open for you to grant me everything that creates my flourishing and expansion. And now within that field, I can trust my gut I can have those difficult conversations when necessary and I can investigate, challenge, question and say no and stop anything that is veered away from the truth of who I am and the truth of what my life is. So becoming free to be in life and to be healthily engaged in life means you need to get really clear and you need to be really solid emotionally. You can't be needy, compulsive, empty or trying to source power outside of yourself from a wounded, unhealed internal center. So if we've got those young, underdeveloped parts of ourselves that are still being triggered and triggers are enormous indications, no matter what's happening in the field, unless it's life and death, triggers are enormous indications that you have an unhealed, wounded inner center. And we all have them. That needs to be up-leveled so that you can actually show up and operate in life in an anchored way where you're in your body and you're able to actually source power and make decisions and choices from a healthy adult center. So to be at this place of being able to be fully in life means you need to have done a lot of work on becoming your own connection to source and you have to be 100% willing to stand in and generate life from your inner truth without outside dependencies. And that's what being your own source is. And it means you can be transparent, you can be authentic. And this means that you can take your hands off the steering wheel of life because when we're coming from a wounded, unhealed inner center, we're trying to control life. We're actually trying to change the field. We're trying to change things outside of ourselves to be a certain way to stop those triggers. So we're trying to live life from the outside in, which actually never works. So when we can be anchored in our body, we can take our hands off the steering wheel knowing that our real job is to be a match for what we want to experience and to show up in life congruently with that. Let go of all that isn't 
especially the fearful, needy, insecure parts of ourselves. And then we can allow life to deliver the rest. What happens is life will start reflecting to us how we are sourcing life from an internal structure. So please understand that the total surrender into these orientations is by no means perfected by me. I'm certainly not a master at it because it's a life, life's work. However, what is really wonderful about my life now and what I'm deeply committed to is staying conscious enough to know that when I do feel uncomfortable, that I'm right on the edge of further development. So it's actually rather than shying away from those uncomfortable times, it's about really going towards myself to actually recognize it and to seek to orientate consciously through that comfort zone so that I can expand. And this truly is moving me past the glass ceilings which used to keep me limited, fearful and stuck. And I'm really up for it. So at the ripe young age of 47, which is pretty funny, it's time for me to become an adult woman, not a scared little girl anymore. And it's really time to grow up. So growing up for me is so much about creating radiance. And this year, there's going to be a big emphasis on assisting the community to become radiant. And I love that word. Because to me, the word radiance means becoming authentic, transparent, totally real, and powerfully anchored in our bodies and in life. And that is just so magnetic, so attractive, and it's just so fulfilling to live that way. And it's really relevant for both women and men. And I love lately how the knowledge, the messages, the teachings and incredible role models that I've been sourcing and attracting have all been leading me towards feminine power and radiance. Now this is a pretty big statement because I once stated that I'm not a feminist. Now I'm going to retract that and I'm retracting that publicly because the truth of the matter is now... I am a feminist, not in the 60s way where I think women threw away many of their boundaries and the ability to be revered while sourcing liberation, but in a way where I believe we can all claim our light, power and beauty in spectacular ways. And this takes nothing away from men or women. This is about co-creation. This is about becoming truly and openly ourselves, being free of the pain and the guilt and the fear and powerfully co-creating with life in order to truly shine. That's what radiance is and it's beautiful. It's not aesthetic beauty alone. Absolutely not. True radiance emanates from a deep inner beingness. It's when we are anchored and full in our bodies and we're shining who we truly are that's what radiance is now i shared a picture of my own transformation it's my radiance picture i shared it on my personal facebook page while i was on holidays for two reasons i really wanted to inspire and the other reason was i really wanted 
to come from the heart and see the response in the community. And where I was coming from the heart in doing so was to help us all realize that no matter what we've been through, every woman and in fact every man has the ability to experience emotional freedom, true inner fullness and then shine the love, the wholesomeness, the purpose and the truth which states I'm proud to be a woman or I'm proud to be a man and I'm proud to be human and I'm proud to stand for what is good and right and true in life. And this is so much of the orientation I want to stand in and for this year within this community. I really want to share with you and co-create with you this level of freedom, light, transparency and authenticity that generates true beauty into our lives and creates real flourishing for ourselves and others. Now because we're a narcissistic abuse community, we've all been through the darkness and I know that some of you may even still and are still caught in its stranglehold. But I want you to know that that darkness, those illusions, that fear and that pain is not who you really are. It's who you're being in this experience at the moment but is not who you are. The experience of narcissistic abuse truly is to bring forth the greatest necessity to emancipate yourself from illusions, fear and darkness, which is everything that narcissism is and everything that you are not. Recovering from narcissistic abuse is the evolution into the light that your soul is calling you to do. And that's what's happening on this planet at the moment. It is so much about dark and light. And at the moment, we have an enormous amount of light that we can source and we can anchor into and we can generate and create. And that's exciting. So the vision for this year, as we all know, the epidemic of narcissism, it is increasing. There is so much coming up to the surface and that's what I believe these years and the time that we're in at the moment is about ascension, it's about evolution and for people that follow planetary alignments etc and I do is the last two years have been all about the deep dark wounds coming up to the surface so what that means is if the people are sourcing through ego which is false self and it is illusions what's happening is is that that is breaking apart, that's falling apart. It doesn't work anymore. Okay, people cannot create results working through a false self. So narcissism is exploding. It's coming up to the surface because it needs to be healed. So every year and right now, the number of people trying to find answers about an abusive person in their life is growing rapidly. Abuse is exploding and so are the numbers of abuse victims. So it's a really pivotal time that we're in at the moment. Now the reality is there's a very small percentage of the population who knows how to identify a narcissist, let alone how to respond if they meet one. Millions of people are currently at grave risk of their whole life being torn apart. So in 2013, my website had over 600,000 new visitors. And while this number is a start and it's a lot of people, it is merely a drop in the ocean. 
So in order to make a difference significantly globally, this number needs to grow where people can access the information and the understanding that they need. So beginning this year, myself and the team, we're going to be putting a lot of effort into producing material to educate as many people as we can about narcissism so that we can reduce potential harm on a global scale and so we can have an integral part in this shift out of darkness into sourcing true wholesome power and light. So we're starting off this mission by creating a YouTube series on how to identify narcissists, what to do when you've encountered a narcissist or become trapped in a narcissistic relationship. So in order for this work to expand, I will really need your help to spread the word by sharing the material. And when the YouTubes come out, we're going to give you the instructions on what you can do to help spread the word and make a difference. So this year too, I'm going to be providing lots of material to help you focus even more powerfully on your own personal development, creating the release from the old patterns of abuse, fear and pain and expanding and becoming radiant, really anchored and in your body and being able to say yes to life. So as you, you might know, and most of you do know, that my belief is that energetic healing is the fastest way to transcend our own personal evolution and growth. So I plan to provide quantum freedom healings to you on topics that can help you work on the things that you need to work on the most in order to somatically get in your body, anchor in and expand and that's going to be a way that's going to be really accessible and affordable to everyone that wants to take that journey to really, really become radiant. And I'll be talking about that later, definitely. So I'm so super excited for this year and I can't wait to achieve the things that I've set out to do. So please, I'd really love you two to, to have a look at the blog that uh, is coming out today and you you can tell me in the comments section what you're excited about in 2014 and what you're hoping to achieve this year so please really feel this you know for people that are really taking that personal responsibility and really working on themselves this is going to be an amazing year this is going to be an unprecedented year in what we're going to be able to achieve personally and collectively and I'm just so excited about it so I look forward to hearing from you on the blog and that's it for me on radio till next week and bye bye it's so good to be back lots of love